Hello and welcome back to Let the Credits Roll, where we have a little uh, out of the blue short today because I have received in the post a little uh, surprise package from Rob. Uh, uh, apparently contains a bunch of films that we also will probably cover at some point on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, we'll definitely be covering them. And yeah, is there anything you want to say about these the, the package before I open them up? Um, so basically. When, I, when I'm bored at work, I tend to look on eBay and I see, you know, it's a deals on cheap Blu-rays and I cycled through and I thought, you know what, like, there's a couple of these that I actually don't own, but I'd like to show Liam. So then I thought, I wonder if there's any sort of like deals going on in eBay.com. And I found the exact same films for a similar deal on there. So, you know, I thought I'll buy them for me and i'll buy them for him and he won't know about it he w- he has an absolutely no idea what's coming not a clue and uh and it, so this is like fresh off the like fresh off the press he's going to be opening the package live on the shore here and you're going to see his reaction like first and foremost to, ha- to what he's received basically but i also did send him another one which he knows about which i believe is sitting right in front of yep. him as well Men's right now um yep that is uh, Hard Boiled, which is uh, 1991, I think. It's a John Woo film. Most people who watched it like class it as like one of the greatest like action films of all time. I would certainly put it up there. It's just absolute. Like, it, it's kind of like, in a way, a precursor to to, to John Wick. Um, I, I would say like there's very much like the the, the gun fu as they call it is very much like taken from this kind of film maybe a little storyline because Podball's about a cop and obviously john wick is you know an underground assassin a little bit different but the whole like you know just shoot yeah, everyone sure. massive shootouts just set pieces all over the place like it, it is like the foundations for john wick basically I, I can't wait for him to watch it yeah on the back of the case it says it was his last triumphant crescendo of his films before emigrating to the u.s for his new career in hollywood yeah 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 so um he yeah but a little bit of trivia so he'd done before this film um loads of like yakuza like triad sort of films yeah and he wanted to make a film that sort of like appreciates i guess i don't know what you would call it like he wanted to like show the other side of like the action star where it's not just the bad guys you know the good Mm. guys are fucking cool as well sort of thing and yeah (laughs) he's right this film is fucking cool. Yeah, it does say on the back that uh, after a string of popular films glamorizing hitmen and moral gangsters, Wu turned his sight on the police. And then it also says to pretty much sum up your job witness. It says, and in typical John Woo's uh, fashion, it's uh, going to explode in an epic, over-the-top, balls-to-the-wall, no-time-to-reload climax that's sure to satisfy the most jaded action fan. So, it, on, on, honestly, like, that's a pretty it, good it is, description, though. If, if you look on, like, lists and stuff that people compile on the internet, like, this always pops up as, like, an action film. If it's, like, a proper, like, deep cut list, you know, like, not like, oh, you know, like, Fast and Furious is the fucking best action film ever like you know if you actually a connoisseur you know would put this on the list yeah i'm a little bit disappointed that the the front case isn't the imdb image because i love that imd image it makes me feel 
It's oh, just the, 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 the woman. He's holding the baby, the the baby and the shotgun. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my, my DVD was uh, like, it, it, uh, it, God, it, I've had They show a little version things. of it on the back, but I just love that picture so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I'm really looking forward to this uh. one. I obviously love John Wick, so and just full on action. Looking forward to this. It'll be my first, well, to my knowledge, move into John Woo's world. John Woo is like a, a fantastic art director. Oh, he did yeah. uh, Mission Impossible 2, actually. Yeah. Well, they're, they're films that me and Miranda are going to watch through, actually, because I've seen one a couple of times years ago, but don't really remember it, so I've not really seen many Mission Impossibles, or I think I've seen, like, four uh, the, as for, well. The Mission Impossible films are fantastic. I will say uh, there was, like, major like, studio interference, I believe, with two, so it is the weakest one, yeah. or, like, his, his like, style still flows through it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, right. But, yeah, without further ado, I suppose, uh, well, let's get the... The oh, opening thank over, God. Over the I've been, literally had this like, what, three, four days just sitting there and I hate get like, I banned my wife from letting me know there's presents because I just hate not being able to open them. So, I don't know. Oh. We're opening. Ah! Actually, I don't want to look inside. I just pulled them out randomly. All right. So, okay. number one <laughs> is Pineapple Express, which. Pineapple Express ah, is fantastic. I don't know if you've ever seen I it. I haven't seen it, but I have heard a lot about it. Like, I, I know people think it's hilarious. Honestly, like, I, I, I don't watch many, like, stoner comedies, as they're called, but Pineapple Express is just, like, it's just mental. Like, it's it's just so stupid, but, like, it chaotic. <laughs> it, it's, so, it's just pure chaos. It's great. Yeah, well, on the front it says, put this in your pipe and soak it, which I think will probably summarise... Did, did, I'll give you like a quick summary without like so basically about your Seth Rogen plays like a sort of like I guess like oh, I can't remember it's been a while like an office worker buys his damn weed from James Franco who's like you know the, the stereotypical yeah, yeah man just go, go, come and like you know chill out with me like you know <laughs> smoke a bit smoke a bit you know we're, we're more than just you know drug dealer and buyer you know we're friends and um so anyway like he's kind of like opposed to it in a way Seth Rogen is he's a bit like a, he's a bit of a dickhead in this as he is usually mm-hmm. and um so one uh, that's it he's not um he's not an office worker he serves people like notices for calls or whatever they call them and so he he's sitting in his car one night and he's about to serve someone, and he sees uh, a, like a murder, and so he runs to his drug dealer's house because he's got nowhere else to go, <laughs> and they just go on this like massive adventure. He's like, "Oh God, we've got to get away! Like, they've seen me. We're going to get away, man!" Because okay? he drops his weed outside, like he drives off in a hurry, and he's like, "You're the only person who sells Pineapple Express." And I dropped oh, it God. out there, they're gonna know it's you. We gotta go, like that sort of thing. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, it's a film so, I've always yeah, heard so... about and it's, I've always heard of like it uh, people speak of this in the same vein as sort of knocked up and that's another one I haven't seen that yeah that is meant to be really funny. But again, not seen. It's like Seth Rogan's like peak era when he did like super bad knocked up mm-hmm. this it was like you know his prime but prime time Seth Rogen and that's kind of good because I feel all the films we've done so far that would be on sort of a, 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 a refresher and yeah a little bit of stupid comedy Palette yeah Clemson. we've had a lot of yeah apes trilogy and Scarface and um, Hero and you know these big films that we're gonna 
cover so it's probably nice to have a little break from that yeah that is true all right next up next one uh, what the fuck lockout i've not even heard of lockout. this one. right so this this one <laughs> is a real deep okay. this, this is a deep cut of mine this is so this film I, i'm gonna be straight up like it's not like isn't it I'm not going to be praising, like, yeah, I'm not going to be putting out any, any lists or anything like that. <laughs> it's just, like, one of those, like, fun, entertaining, like, action films. Kind of in the way when we did Lost Boys, and, you know, it's just a film that I enjoyed at the time. You know, I've got it. I've probably only watched it a handful of times. It's basically Escape from New York, but in space. So I think before we end up going to watch this one, we will have to watch Escape from New York first, just yeah. so you can see the comparisons. Well, um, but yeah. On the box it lists like five films so it'll be nice to know if it's just trying to just set itself being linked to those films or it's any because that first of it says from the producers are taken now taken is one of my favorite films like, absolutely yeah classic. so the girl you made the girl you produced uh yeah, see the daughters in it as well Lockout, i think i think is a luke person yeah i think he's the producer oh no 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 sorry he, because the next bit oh, i'm about to not. say is it says luke besson directs with the fifth element which is a film i've enjoyed so yeah so luke, i think luke besson is like highly involved or in the production of this so yeah it but, mentions um, fifth element yeah it just taken fifth element and then it says the heart meets blade runner and i love fucking die hard and i love blade runner so it's like really setting itself up now to be a fucking classic so 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 the the quick rundown is i can't remember exactly like how it kicks off i think it's the president's daughter is trapped on like a space station where i think maybe like she was like a what does it call like an envoy or something like yeah like like doing the PR rounds and I think it's like a prison or something it's like it's all like futuristic and the, the, there's like a riot and the prisoners escape and she's like trapped up there so they I've if I remember right, it's, it follows the escape from New York mantra where they get this, um, like, sort of anti-hero criminal and they're like, you know, we've got 24 hours to, to gather, otherwise, you know, like, the things in your head are going to explode sort of thing. <laughs> uh, they just uh, they basically just send, send, send him up to the space station and he's got to find her and save her and bring her home. It's just like, you know, proper, like, popcorn flick. Yeah, but, you like, know, I, it's got sci-fi in it, futuristic and mentions take a blade runner die hard like it's got all the ingredients for something called enjoy so yeah uh, it'd, be, it'd be good to see if it is i've not even heard of it so that that's pretty cool i love that on the box there's like four or five films listed that are all big popular films that i actually have seen for once so it's nice for people to know <laughs> i have seen films before <laughs> but, that's true yeah you're not a complete cave man. yeah it's like it's crazy the films i haven't seen but i feel like i've seen a lot of films okay all right next up next up oh we've spoken about this one before true grit true grit yep yeah. uh i know you said you wanted to do some westerns yes. and uh, true grit is considered like one of the greatest like remakes of a western of like the past like 20 30 years i remember i and almost I watched thought, this you know, not long ago and i was i i swear i messaged you saying oh i was gonna watch true grit because it just came out on something and never and then i never did so mom you know i, I do remember these things every now and then you know, like I take, <laughs> take notice you're a caring husband and I, I knew you said i knew you said you wanted to uh do some westerns oh yeah thought, you know, what, i especially what, what, want to get into the, the eastward yeah, eastward world of things as well yeah. uh but yeah I've, true grit i 
that I've heard is one of the best. Right. Oh, there you go. Now, now you have it. Alright, we've got some more here. Ooh, the men who stare at goats. Now, th- this is the one where I said to you, I can see you point out, you'll know this is the one I want to Yeah, but, but the thing is, I believe I've seen this film. And I, I believe really? I saw oh. it in the cinema. And I, all I can t- you saw it in the cinema? And all I can tell you is, I can't remember a fucking thing. I literally don't remember. All oh, I remember man, is like... at the start. I swear that it's at the start. I've got like an image of a desert in my head for some reason. And people like in a bunker and someone stares at a goat. And maybe it explodes? I'm not sure. Yes, yes, yes. So, like... Surprise! You've surprised me there that you've that you've seen it, but the the fact that you don't remember anything about it, yeah, uh, I literally just revisited. I can't it recall with you it at all. It, to the point it's where fucking wild. I don't know anything about this film, and I'm pretty sure I've seen. I've ever seen it, or I saw a trailer. Maybe I just saw the trailer in the cinema. And I'm getting it mixed it's up. It's one. It's one of those films. I think I saw where the trailer. You can just tell by looking at the case for it like the the fact that it's called the man who stared goes and then you look at the actors in the film and yeah. I sometimes i was just like they they must have just thought you know what fuck we'll do this as a piss take yeah i, I mean maybe there's, i there's just some saw the trailer and film. it just lived with me i think that might be it because i feel yeah, like yeah, i would yeah. remember it, this it's absolutely crazy i, I can't wait to, i won't remember actually <laughs> i watched it with my mom and even my mom was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> Uh, wait a minute. It says disc two is a digital copy of the film. How does that work? I would be. F- How can there be a digital copy on a disc? It's like a ultraviolet thing. I think you put it into your computer and Simply it picks up DVD. Like, um... uh, and then there's oh, and then you transfer it. I've never seen a digital way of doing that before, like that before. It, it, it used. To, it was called ultraviolet discs. It was all the rage back in the day. I mean, oh. it's probably that that like service is probably dead by now. Oh, probably. But there you go. Right. I feel like I've got two more in here. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, three more. Five hundred days of summer. Five hundred days of summer. Now I don't know if you've seen this one. I I actually think I have seen this one. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I like this one. I just doubt that. I, I think at the end you just uh, spoilers. If anyone wants to watch Five Hundred Days of Summer, probably years and years after it's out, that she just fucks off and that's it. She's just gone, and then yeah, she she it, the, the the whole it, the whole reason why I wanted you know, like, to do this to find her again or something. It's, well, basically, it's like a film from like a man's point of view with like a guy who's like really into the the girl, and she, she starts off being into him. And then she's just isn't. And I, I think it's an interesting film because like most romance films and stuff like that, they're always from the, the female perspective. Like you don't there's very rare there's like mm. films from the male perspective. And I think it'd be interesting to to do a bit of a discussion on that. Yeah, that's true actually. And yeah, I, I know I've seen it. And I just remember bits and bobs of just, oh, they love each other, yeah, and then she sort of just disappears. And I can't remember at the end, I feel like at the end he does, like, see her again, but I can't remember if they, like, get back together or it, I, I feel like that is, she sort of says, no, nah, that's it now. Like, it, I've, it's over. I've got this film, the, 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 this film, and there's another film in my head that I've got, which is called Ruby Sparks. And these are like, the two films that I think are really good from like a man's point of view, like for these kind of films. Yeah. So it's like a, a double header that I, I, we'll find Ruby Sparks at some point when we've done this one. And we'll do we'll look at both of them from the eyes of a man. Really, uh, the most from the most manliest man in the world. 
Oh yeah, from the barbarians. <laughs> All right, the last one. The Forbidden Kingdom. Oh my, it's old Jackie. Now, I, I, I know this This one will appeal to you. I mean, I, I haven't seen it, but uh, Jet Li and Jackie Chan together for the first time. Oh my god. Essentially, this film, like, you, you know me, I love my, like, Chinese fantasy sort of films. Oh, yeah. And um, this <gasps> film is basically about... Um, sorry, there's a massive shock for the podcast. Oh, maybe it's in here. Oh. No, oh, there's a DoorDash voucher. Uh, Hello Fresh voucher. There's no disc. There's no disc in the Forbidden Kingdom. No, we've been done. Oh my God, you're joking <laughs> no, me. There's an envelope with a Hello Fresh DoorDash voucher, but there's no disc. What? There's no disc. Oh my God. All right. Well, I'll have to get on to fucking. Well, right, for you've got the date, the, the case. We can discuss the case, and then we'll figure it's it out. It's a beautiful case. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. It's two this special edition. So. Uh, with the digital feel, and I thought, oh, is it another one of those digital disc film things you just mentioned? No, there's nothing. <laughs> so there's no disc done. at all, none at all. Nope. <laughs> Fuck you, no. Uh, it had to be the last uh, one as well. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that that's a bit of a shock for the podcast, but we'll we'll, we'll figure that out. I'll get another one sometime. Oh, I'm so um, oh, I'm so upset. Don't you get a refund, Rob, and get the. It's yeah, I fucking will. Do it that. says it was three dollars um, twenty nine on the case, which it might have been less than that now from wherever they got it from. But it says it's a book. It's marked as a book, and it also says sell your books back. So maybe they well, maybe I, it's, I won't be it's selling paper. it back. I'll be getting the money back. Yeah. Um. So so anyway, like Forbidden Kingdom is basically about a, a guy who's like uh, obsessed with like kung fu films and stuff like that, and. There's like a little like old man, old Chinese man store that he sort of hangs around in, and he's in high school, and he sort of gets bullied and like peer pressured into robbing this old man's store, mm-hmm. and he tries to like stop it, and like protects the old man, and the old man like gets hurt, and he's got like this like staff thing that he um that he's holding, and when he picks it up, it basically sends him back in time to like like feudal china whatever they call it and it's like a fantasy film where he has to find like jackie chan and there's like the, the whole monkey king and stuff like that it's just like a big old fantasy film sort of it's styled after the never-ending story in the 80s where it's just like you know kid goes mm. to a fantasy land has a coming of age thing saves the whole thing and then comes back but it's like just a it's a chill film and like like it says in the box it was the first time that jackie chan and jack lee were in a film together yeah it's weird seeing jackie chan with super massively long hair that i believe look almost dreadful oh yeah yeah he he plays like the drunken master which is like his original like 70s like sort of style wow and uh yeah i can't believe that i had real genuine excitement jet lee jackie chan looks good and then no oh. discs it's, 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 there's not even one of the two disc special edition i don't even get digital one that won't work anymore uh, it, apparently it was inspected by diabetic gonzalez so if you're listening mr gonzalez oh, I, f- I fucking did a shit job then yeah <laughs> it's, it's got a ticket number and everything so 
if anyone knows Mr. D. Do you know what? Do you know what he's probably fucking done, right? He's, he, he, he's inspected the discs, put them in like the Boyero player, probably got caught up <laughs> watching the film because it's such a good film and then forgot to put the fucking disc in. Yeah, enjoyed it so much. He thought, you know what? I'm going to look see if there's a podcast about this film. It's great. No, there isn't, mate. There's no podcast because you stole my disc. Uh, well, oh, well, I mean, we've got plenty of to get through before we can get to that point off we will figure out we'll get we'll get enough one sent out but yeah we'll get in touch with so jackie got, and his seven, team we'll get one sent yeah, back you've got seven films and now leading up to whenever we 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 go and record the podcast you gotta pick one that you want to do all out of the the seven that you've got yeah well yeah well it can't be the forbidden kingdom so that narrows it down a bit i feel like my heart kind of wants to go for hard-boiled, but then the brain... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for hard-boiled. The brain but... sort of feels like, with all the films we've done, maybe it's good to stick you know, something a bit lighter in there. The Pineapple Express and the men who stare at goats. So, like I say, I enjoy all of them, so I'm at you pick and then we'll, we'll go with it. And part of me, for some reason, I'm really excited, just because all of the hype that they've managed to put on the box. Is lockout as well. Lockout. And I'd like to I'd actually, this is something. If anyone has a view and has seen Maggie Grace, the girl from in anything else, the one thing that's always being taken is her run. When he knocks on the door and says she can go to Paris, it's the weirdest run I've ever seen in my life. No one runs like that. I don't know who directed that run, what her inspiration was for that run. I'd love to speak to Maggie about that run, but it, it, it always ruins the film for me on its own because other than that, it's my favourite film. One of my favourite You know what, films. Like I have... I've not watched Taken in a long time, but I know she's in, she was in Lost for like the first season or two. So maybe she runs like that in Lost, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe we'll have to have a Maggie Grace running analysis short um, because it just always oh, irritated God. me from the first time I saw it in the cinema to, and I remember going to see it at the cinema actually because we were late getting in. We literally got in just as it kicked off um, down in the old Brighton Marina. But yeah, so I'd like to see if she, because I'm assuming she has to run in this one. So I will be you know, do you know what? I will report back. You know what? I, I own this film, but I I couldn't tell you the last time I watched it. I've, I don't even know when it came out. I think it came out maybe like 2013, 2014, something like that. And it, it, it may well have be that in 2015 or something was the last time I watched it. Well, it'll be like, well, for, yeah, what, eight years? So Yeah, it's it's certainly, it's been a long time. But I, you know me, I've got fucking films everywhere. Uh, yeah, and you, I don't think you even know. I reckon you'll have duplicates of any films not knowing you do. There are, there are a couple of, of films that I have, like, wondered when I've gone through them on eBay, I'm like, do I own it? I think I own that, <laughs> but I'm not sure. You need like a spreadsheet library that you can sort. Well, yeah, like, w- w- when I get into, when I'm like properly move into somewhere where like I can get all of my collection out of my storage boxes and whatnot, I'm gonna like literally have to like catalog everything and yep. figure out where I'm at. Because I, I actually, I, I am thinking that I may be sitting on like 700, 800 films like if i really was like i don't know yeah up. you'll need to like as you walk into the room there'll be a touch screen you'll search the film you want it'll come up with like a little library code you'll walk down the bookcases <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
pull it out, open it up, disc is missing. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm having flashbacks, actually. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to when I used to like, lend my cousins like games and films uh, and then you never mister- see them yeah, again. Yeah. And then you start thinking, like, that's how the libraries used to feel. <laughs> and that's how Blockbuster used to feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we know how they went and out to of business. to be fair, that's how, um, that's how Love Film used to feel, because I used to say that they got lost in the post when I sent them back, but they didn't. Nah, you would never do such a thing. What? Nah, yeah, nah, nah, no, no. I would never admit that on, a, <laughs> on an internationally like, broadcast podcast. I would never do that. Uh, well, it wasn't Blockbuster for me, it was Video Box. Video box. I believe that I was what they were called. That. Uh, like that was my video box DVD rental. They must have been called video box. I believe the rival to Blockbuster in America, since you are nah, American uh, yeah, born, but, raised, and yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Hollywood Video. I think it was called the uh, back in the day of their rival. It's annoying because I've tried to look yeah. up video box or whatever it was called, and it's just given me US things, and it's annoying. I can't, what was it called? Like, That's it annoying was probably me now. Some like what? It was probably some like one hit wonder down in Brighton that there wasn't a franchise. Nah, but it, it it was a, a franchise. I mean, it's the most like, generic fucking name. Like at least Blockbuster like sort of has a feel to it, you know, like, Blockbuster film, but video box. Yeah, it was called video. Box of dress. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good for the box. So I can't seem to find anything about it online. I can write a review. Yeah, look here. It says video box is listed address, and it says category video and DVD higher retail. Maybe it was a one-off, but all of its like branding and stuff. It looked like it was legit. Like it looked like it was everywhere. I think it was a unique thing. I've, I've never heard of it. So, I mean, uh, I, I, I will, another shock for the podcast. Well, if somehow out of the 1.25 listeners that will ever listen to this out there, let me know if you had a video box or if it was just me. <laughs> well, yeah, and on that note, I can't believe that I've been robbed. I'll have to get onto eBay for that. But has been robbed. I'm happy yeah. that you. I'm happy. Yeah, yes, I am. Uh, I'm happy that you appreciate the the films that I've cited for you. It's the, always the a bit of like a we should definitely will watch. Like will, will. Yeah, whenever like you do that's surprises. The thing. That's the thing like, about the podcast like... or not as well, though. Like I, I don't, like even whether I like them or not, that's also the part of the finding out process and watching it. That that is true. I mean, I what I, I have I have found a film actually. Um, <laughs> A film that I've watched a few times over the years. I, I wouldn't even... Can I really even call it a film? It's <laughs> absolute... It is absolute shite. Like, and it knows it's shite as well. Like, it's like a real, like... It's a real low-budget horror film. Mm-hmm. And I, Well, would I even call it a horror film? I don't even know what I would call it. But I just know that I want you to watch it. And the quality is not going to be great because it's like an out of print. I think it was like very, very, very rarely like to even be on DVD. I think you had to buy it from the guy's website. That's how like low budget it was. But I've watched it and it's called Terror Tunes. And specifically, we want to watch Terror Tunes 2, which is Terror Tunes. Oh, God. Terror Tunes 2 is the one. Oh it's God, basically it's um, and a 1.5. Oh yeah, he's been well, he, he's been trying to get um, the fourth one off the ground. I think it's on Indiegogo, but um, oh, yeah. Oh Jesus, this I, looks bad. I, 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 
I kind of, in a way, when we want when we watch this, I want to record the whole thing live. Like I want us to watch it while we're recording because I want to see if you could stomach the entire film or whether we're going to get to a point where you're just like, oh, Rob, I just can't anymore. Like, I just can't. And it, that, Maybe that's we'll have to do like, like a live stream watch along. Yeah, because I, I, I know it's a fucking terrible film, but it's like, a, it's so wild. Like, it's just, I, I can't even, I, without really showing you something, I can't really describe it. So, I, but I know that there is a very, very big chance that you might say, "Rob, I just can't go up anymore." So I think we need to do it live just to capture. <laughs> well, you that know, moment. it's bad because I, I, you know, it's yeah. bad when they somehow improve by sequel. The first ones are three, the second ones are three point three, the third ones are five point two, and four is four, uh, uh, six. I mean, so they, they get better. Let's go somehow. Like they can't possibly make one worse than this. I mean, I, I, mean I, I think I did. Uh, I think I did have the first one on DVD at some point. I think it was one of those things I just picked up from CEX, like, and you're like, "Oh, what's this?" And and uh, that's sort of like how I became known to this franchise. And that one is truly low budget. We're talking like special effects made with like paint. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, we have to record it live because I need. I know. I I know you, and I know like your tolerance for these kind of yeah. things doesn't do, doesn't exist. And it, even like ten minutes in, you might get to a point where it's like I can't. I can't do it. But I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you. You're, you're gonna have to watch at least like forty five minutes before I, I allow us to turn. I it think off. we need to come up with a list of the worst films we can think of. Even if the, if there's any viewers out there as well, just tweet us the worst films you can think of. We'll just stick them in like a the hat. We'll just draw one out. We'll just have to occasionally just watch some of the worst films ever. Yeah, that sounds good to me. And this will be the start of that that series so when i think of one of the worst films i've watched and it comes to mind and not everyone i mean no one thinks it's a great film but i just genuinely thought it's one of the worst films i've ever seen in my life and it's lucy have you seen her lucy that's the one with scott johansson right yeah yeah i I think that do you know what that's a luke besson film that's a luke besson film oh my god it is yeah what's the chance of that (laughs) I want to watch his lockout film now. Ah, oh, I'm going to him down. See what else he's done. I'm going to get myself down a hole here. He's he taken all, two. Yeah. He t- yeah, he did all three takens. Um, yeah. To taken. Transporter Valerian, which Oh, he did Transporter, which I haven't watched. I mean, Transporter is in the first one's alright, but we in the other ones, you don't really need to bother with that. Yeah, screenplay. Twenty twelve lockout. So it, we could even be touching on like by ten years since I've watched lockout. Yeah. Well, the the, the sort of setting sci-fi futuristic thing it, it appeals to me, but whether it's any good. Yeah, this was meant to be a short, I mean, to but it fair, sort of it, turned it, out to be a bonus yeah. episode. To, to be fair, lockout does have a six out of ten from a hundred thousand people on IMDb, which, considering everything, like that is pretty good. Yeah, I'm now clicking on Maggie Grace to see how many films there are up and um, evaluate the running on. Because <laughs> this is the only time uh, ever in Fieldball TV I've seen someone run and I've gone, what on earth was that? But yeah. Kind does we... actually say here, before we finish off, 
In October 2015, John Carpenter won a plagiarism case against Luke Besson over lockout, proving clear similarities to Escape from New York and Escape from LA. <laughs> the French court ruled that enough similar distinctive elements from both films were borrowed to meet a sanction. Oh so, my god. Exactly what I said, like, it yeah. is just space version of it. Well, and Escape from New York and Escape from LA are two films I definitely want to see, so we'll definitely be watching those, covering those other podcasts at some point. And on that note, then, I'll see you in the next one. See you in the next one.